Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. When I was about 18 years old, a friend joined my employer and joined my team, and we were tasked with cutting down a whole bunch of trees. My employer ran a 40-well oil operation. I ended up kind of being his lead hand when he was away, and he ended up being away quite a bit. So he ended up putting me in charge of a whole bunch of stuff, which was, uh, which was absolutely awesome. But in this case, he needed a whole bunch of trees in his in his home acres, like the whole area around his place. I can't say it's an acreage. It was quite large. He needed a bunch of those trees cut down because they were falling over and wrecking stuff. So my friend and I got brand new saw outfits. So we got uh, saw pants, chainsaw pants made out of Kevlar, and then we got helmets and earmuffs, and then two brand new large bar saws and the bar is just the measurement of the the chain part of the saw so we both had two very large saws and we also had a lot of trees to cut down at the beginning we started hammering these trees down really fast or cutting these these trees down really quick we'd take a v out of one side then we'd cut it and you start to learn exactly how to aim your tree which was super helpful so that bucking it and putting it away was very easy we got better and better but Eventually, what happened was we started competing with each other on how fast we could fall and buck a tree that was similar to the same size. Next thing we know, we are cutting these trees down lightning fast and taking all the branches off and then cutting them up into firewood in lightning fast time. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the safest, but we had all the right safety gear, so I think we're about as safe as we could be. So... We were getting all these things done, and I'd say it wasn't like we were doing anything dangerous. We were just going really fast. Um, so anyways, we were we were cutting these trees up, and after a while, what started to happen is we'd cut down a whole bunch of trees, and then one of us would stop and sharpen our blade on, our, on the, all the little blades on the chain. It takes quite a little bit of time. You take a little round looks almost like a straw with uh, a grinder on it and you take that and you grind every single tooth off of the the chain one at a time with the same stride to make sure the chain's cut in evenly and you, and we started to do this more and more and more because what we realized was that if our tools our, our chainsaw was really sharp we could cut way more trees down much faster and we could therefore beat our beat each other at this race the it, it started every 10 trees and then it go down to every seven trees and six trees and then eventually we got down to almost every two trees and we were we were sharpening these blades which was absolutely ridiculous it wasn't the best use of our time but hey we got a lot more done than he ever thought we could because we were going really fast when we were going so this in this situation i I've reflected on this a lot because when I've worked for different organizations, I often ask myself, what are the tools of the trade? What are the tools? Like in this situation, it was a chainsaw and, uh, and then a few other items, but mainly the chainsaw and the safety equipment was critical. 
and then our skills, they, they started growing as we kept doing more and more and more of it. But uh, what were the tools of the trade for doesn't matter what you do. So when I was uh, doing welding and pipe fitting, we had a bunch of power tools that were critical. And if your disc got dull, you could sit there and try and cut through a pipe and you could never get through it with a zip cut disc that wasn't sharp enough. Or when you're welding, if you're, if you set the, the power too high, you melt your rod and you can't use it well. Or if you set it too high, it'll burn holes in what you're trying to weld. And then when I was running an excavator, if your machine's too big, you can't actually dig where you need to dig. And if your machine's too small, you can't dig uh, deep enough or, or load trucks or whatever it might be. So there's this ideal machine weight, which is around 20 tons for digging basements. And then when you're on a big site and you're running machines, you need bigger machines. So I, I, I've kind of grown up spending a lot of time with these tools. And then when I went into an office workplace... I had the same mindset and I've, and I saw that I wasn't, I, I was kind of alone in thinking about how valuable these tools were. For example, if you have a good printer and you need to print an enormous amount of documents off, you can just push print and you leave and you come back in 20 minutes and everything's printed and stapled or whatever. If you have a good computer, you don't have to deal with issues around uh, it crashing or it overloading the RAM or anything like that because your computer's good enough, you just don't think about it anymore. But every time that that printer doesn't work or that computer crashes, you get off track from what you're supposed to be doing that day. It'd be similar to the chainsaw just turning off or uh, or the chain breaking or something like that. But if the if instead of crashing, if the computer just starts to not work and it works really slowly, that would be similar to the chainsaw having a dull chain. If you have the wrong tools on that computer, it's also the same as not knowing how to use the chainsaw properly. So there's a whole bunch of elements that need to be managed when you're thinking about your toolkit. And this is my absolute pet peeve, and I've seen it done in too many organizations. And that is... We go out and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in payroll. All sorts of ranges. Heck, you could pay $5,000 a month in payroll. It's still the same problem. If you're paying that much money, you have to make sure that the tools that those individuals are using are top notch, that they don't have to think about them so that they can, you can get the most value out of them. And what I continue to see in so many organizations is cheaping out on those tools. For example, if you get cheap computers, like uh, computers with, you know, four gigs of RAM or less, uh, the nerd in me is coming out a little bit. But if you get computers like that and you have to do video, you have to use a video meeting software of any type. Your computer is not going to work. It's going to start crashing all of your other systems because your RAM's full. It's a fundamental. You can ask anybody that knows about computers and they'll say, yeah, you'll have to close all your windows. You might have to restart your computer to be able to run a video meeting software because it just uses so much RAM. Same with if your internet's too slow. Uh, it's the same with if your printers aren't good enough. So you, you go out and you spend $500 or $400 on a computer for a staff member that you're spending five to $10,000 a month on. Like, just think about that. That is a total 
mismatch. And, and then you go and say, okay, I'm giving you this junky computer and it would be just like my old boss. If he didn't give me a good chainsaw, let's say he just gives me his old chainsaw that barely works. And he goes and says, okay, now you got to cut all these trees down. Like we had to do. I would have spent the whole summer doing that. And I would have spent a good chunk of that fixing the saw, replacing the chain, fixing, replacing the bar. Maybe if it burnt, the oil didn't come out and uh, whatever it might've been, I could have spent an enormous amount of my time working on that darn chainsaw instead of cutting the trees down. So when you're running an organization, I think it's really, really important to go and look at the toolkit that you're giving your staff. And that could be software, could be hardware, uh, the physical computers or what the computers run. It could be the phone system. It could be the screen size. Like go and ask a financial person to work on one screen and see how well they like that. Or a computer programmer to work on a single screen. Um, think about those tools because you're dropping five, six, seven, eight thousands of dollars every month on every one of those employees. And if you're giving them poor tools and asking them to go and cut down the forest, like I was asked to do in this old job, get rid of all the, you know, all the dead wood on in the whole area, that was an enormous amount of work. But by giving me the right tools, I was able to focus on the job and not the tools that do the job. You notice the difference there? It's, it's not a big difference in expense. It's a huge difference in focus and delivery for an organization. So next time you're thinking about uh, doing anything along the lines of hardware, software, whatever your job is, uh, and I say hardware, software, I mean any type of hardware and any type of software, whatever your job is, you need to think about how valuable your staff are. And are you asking them to go cut down a ton of trees with a dull chainsaw or a broken chainsaw? So many people try and cheap out on things like that. I'll give you one more example that I had experience with as well. Every year, we had to replace cultivator teeth on our cultivator. And, and there's a whole bunch of teeth that you can switch from a shovel to a spade, which is like a big kind of like a V style cultivator blade to just a, a point, like just a straight pointed blade. And you'd have to use different blades for different things. We would go out there with, uh, at that point, there probably wasn't the technology that there is today, but we would go out with a a socket wrench and start reefing on these sharp blades with uh, a wrench and you'd have to reef on them because they just got worn out from the ground, rubbing the bottom of these all every single one of the bolts and rubbing into the nuts on the bottom. So you've got these worn out pieces and you're sitting there trying to wrench those things off every single time. It is painful and it took forever. Then came the socket wrench costs maybe 100, 200 bucks, but it'll save you that much in staff time and labor every single time. You could wrap that project off in probably a fifth the time. So when you have your staff and you're asked to lead them, and if you're going to ask them to climb some incredibly tall mountain and achieve something really good, make sure that you don't cheap up on the tools that you're asking them to use to do it. Don't cheap out on those things so that they can focus on the job, that they can get 
they can get up that mountain quickly and so that they can deliver for you and your organization. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 